Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And welcome in to another episode of the Vigilant Sports Pacers podcast. I'm Scott Agnes. Today coming to you from the Northwest offices of St. Vincent Sports Performance. I'm in the office of Executive Director Ralph Reef as we look forward to the grand opening of the brand new St. Vincent Center. This one will be in downtown Indianapolis, a prime location across Delaware Street from Bankers Life Fieldhouse, and they'll work kind of in unison a little bit with the Indiana Pacers with that St. Vincent Center, but it also is there to to serve the public and athletes here in this city. And So, Ralph, big things come into St. Vincent Sports Performance. I appreciate you taking the time to talk about it with me here today. Well, Scott, thank you very much, and this has been a uh, uh, an exciting journey. Uh, you know, this is when you have a major move like we're going through right now, moving into St. Vincent Center in downtown Indianapolis and downsizing our our northwest location here in Indianapolis, uh, you reflect on a lot of things. And and uh, as I reflect, we've uh, since we started sports performance in 2001, uh, with it being an idea in 1999 and trying to sell that idea internally here at the hospital, we've We've covered a lot of ground, and, and this is an amazing step for us. Was there an injury, something that pushed that idea in 2001 to finally get going? Because I think back then people might have scoffed at you. What do you mean sports performance? Like we got trainers at the at the high school or, or something to that extent. But now you see it continue to grow, whether it's you adding more nutritionists or sports psychologists. Yeah, the, the whole vision, Scott, was when I was uh, a younger athletic trainer, uh, with David Craig with the Indiana Pacers, my first job in 1977, and and uh, just being mentored by David, and who was very much uh, an aggressive, creative thinker about healthcare for for athletes, and then just having the opportunity through my travels with the United States Olympic Committee, my time at Butler University, it just all sort of came together that um, the services that athletes need are are multi-dimensional. It's not a one-dimensional uh, service vacuum of, if you will, an athletic trainer or a physical therapist or a team physician or a strength coach, but it's the collaboration of all of those skill sets and then adding uh, as time uh, brings around more uh, credibility, more expertise in sports nutrition, sports and performance psychology, sports science, uh, the whole realm of, of everything that what we see to now in 2017, that it's just um, anything that affects the 24-hour clock of the performing athlete is of importance. And it wasn't always that way. It was pretty much, uh, we've got two hours to practice. Uh, we practice, everybody goes their ways mm-hmm. for the next 22 hours, then they come back and practice again. And and that's uh, that's drastically changed. And so I sort of saw that coming and um, was 
very excited to be able to uh, leave Butler University for this opportunity at St. Vincent. And we had had a sports medicine program at St. Vincent since 1987 um, with three uh, excellent orthopedic physicians, Dr. Zarkowski and Dr. Johnson, Dr. Steve Allfeld, started the program in 1987. And I was just fortunate enough to to ramp it up in uh, 2001 with the idea of a sports performance type program. And now here in 2017, it's almost typical, especially when we're talking about Pacer players and NBA athletes, for those guys to even have an individual contract with people on the side. They have their own sports nutritionist on top of what the team provides or their own basketball trainer and maybe their own physical therapist because you're right, it's around the clock. Yeah, it's really accelerated. And, and uh, you know, you just look at job descriptions across professional sports, collegiate sports. Uh, University of, of Nebraska in Lincoln has a has a director of sports performance. And, and so... With that, then somebody who directs every aspect of again that that uh, the athlete's life and around human performance and and uh, the Indiana Pacers, same thing. Just the terminology that's used of sports performance yes. and and uh, it it has changed, but it makes sense. It makes sense because um, we know more than we did yesterday about how the athlete functions, not only when they're truly at the peak of their career, but ramping up to the best part of their career, but also how do we manage that person when their career is, is tailing down or they've departed the sport um, on a full-time basis or an Olympian or a high school athlete that's all of a sudden done, how do we manage them and help transition them into life? And um, there's a human performance element to all of that. So it's ever-evolving. And to your titles, I think Sean Wendell, who was the strength and conditioning coach of the Pacers, is now technically the director of sports performance. They get away from the very basic titles. Or while Josh Corbeil, the head athletic trainer, he's also uh, the physical therapist. Right, right. And it's uh, and it's very appropriately, very appropriate that Sean Wendell is the director of sports performance because that's his view of the athlete, his view is beyond the weight room. His view is beyond strength and, and motion. It's about how do we integrate all the aspects that affect the performance of the athlete. And so um, to take that more global view, um, a title helps to set the stage for that. So I want to get back to the St. Vincent Center, a $50 million privately funded center here primarily for the paces that we know of the two practice courts the training room is probably five times the size this equipment room um, goes from a small space to say 10,000 square feet Mm -hmm. it's a mega facility here how did this concept and working together with the Pacers and having an office yourself downtown come to fruition? Yeah, it's a great question, and I, I, I smile about it because I, I love telling the story and reflecting on the story. It's, uh, um, it really came through a conversation, uh, as so many things across uh, the state of Indiana, starts with a conversation with Jim Morris. And so um, Mr. Morris uh, – uh, called and, and asked if I would uh, come to the field house and meet with him and Kelly Krauskopf and Rick Fusen in June of 2014. And uh, they said, hey, we're, we're going to build a practice facility, and we'd like to invite you to be a part of that. Would you like to be a part of it? <laughs> and, and so I, as, as you know, thinking in a vacuum about sports performance and St. Vincent's sports performance, I 
it was a, it was a surreal moment to to be recognized, to be asked to to partner to provide services and and uh, but it was a bigger it was a bigger vision for Mr. Morris obviously and of how how can St. Vincent the system and uh, be involved and be a um, a great partner for the Indiana Pacers and so there's really two elements to it that being the system of St. Vincent Health and and being a partner obviously the naming rights on that but it's really a really deep um, multi-level partnership uh, through Pacer Sports and Entertainment um, with the but the real activation of it is having St. Vincent Sports Performance on the fifth floor and St. Vincent Medical Group and Cardiology on the fourth floor. And so it, that in itself is, we're doing a lot of new things. We're integrating our, our heart center um, and the care group and, and cardiology in with sports performance. We're integrating the St. Vincent Medical Group of primary care with sports performance. We're doing all of that on Delaware Street in downtown Indianapolis. Say, just having primary care right there in that prime location. Right. It's, uh, it's a it's, huge asset. Yeah, and we've we all um, have been watching the trends of of what's happening in downtown Indianapolis, uh, inside center township and and with the development of, of new businesses such as Cummins uh, building their headquarters there on Delaware Street, uh, but also just the infusion of, of uh residents and and more people living inside uh the uh downtown circle and and so um we're very excited about the opportunity to be in that realm as we often say St. Vincent is back downtown because that the original St. Vincent was within you know the center of the city okay. and then on Fall Creek Boulevard was the hospital until 1976 when they moved it to 86th Street on the north side of the city so this is a this is an opportunity to go full circle and go back downtown, and uh, and then when you pair it with uh, an NBA franchise, um, and to be um, of which you know I always like to play with the numbers. You know, there's only one NBA franchise in the state of Indiana, and uh, there's no, so therefore there's only one NBA practice facility in the state of Indiana, and. There's only one healthcare system that gets to be along with that, and uh, and there's one sports performance group, and so it is a very uh, unique opportunity to um, position our services um, in in an area that um, um, needs more healthcare within within uh, downtown Indianapolis, but also um, just the type of of relationship that we're building. Be uh, beyond our current status quo with the Indiana Pacers, where we have uh, contractually provided uh, sports nutrition support and sports psychology support to the Indiana Pacers. I know that just because of proximity, Josh Corbiel and, and Sean Wendell and I have had very good open discussions about opportunities just because we're going to be sharing the same elevator. Yeah, and that's a great situation, too. For example, like x-rays right there. Right. I mean, Pacers, they've had their own inside Bankers Life Fieldhouse, but other devices like that that you might have right here, they don't have down there, I would assume that would be available for them to use. Yes, it is. And and so um, through a great uh, relationship with one of our enterprise partners at General Electric, our, our we have a state-of-the-art imaging room that's been put in on our floor, on the fifth floor. So, um, again, when you think about 
the uh, sort of what drove this move the needle for the Indiana Pacers was being competitive in the free agent market. And, and um, I don't live in that world, but, um, but I understand it enough to know that there's great value in the fact that if an athlete comes to the Indiana Pacers and uh, you don't have to get back in a car to go get an x-ray, um, you don't have to get in a car to go get your cardiologic uh, pre-participation evaluation. You can go within the same building. Get in the elevator. And get in the elevator and do <laughs> that. It. And if, if, if you're waiting on your time to do your, your cardiac stress test to meet the NBA standards, you can do that in your own living space within uh, the clubhouse, if you will. And so those elements of savings of time, but also the, uh, the opportunity to uh, truly have your organization within the same structure and a lot of services there for them. I mean, you go the other side of it, right? There's a, there's a barbershop within mm-hmm. the, the new training facility. So why is that there? It, it's so that the athletes have more convenience because time is valuable. I mean, you, you know, you live it, and, and, and the, um, it's not a typical sunrise, sunset, you know, wake up, go to bed on a regular schedule. It's it's a very arduous from the aspect of managing the clock, and and whether it's whether it's a Thursday in November or whether it's playoffs or whenever it is, managing that clock in the NBA is. And when I say managing the clock, it's that twenty four hour routine because there isn't a routine. And and so if you can create as much convenience to the athlete and to those who take care of the athletes within this new structure, I think that's a competitive advantage. And so uh, the Indiana Pacers, and I applaud them uh, as I've walked through the facility. Um, it is truly, when you look at the NBA as a global brand uh, with the best athletes in the world playing the game, and, and the Indiana Pacers are a part of that that organization of the National Basketball Association, it truly is a world-class a global uh, showcase of an NBA training facility. And so I really applaud the Indiana Pacers for how they've thought this through, um, how they've created the space, and it is it is a truly, you can use the word wow, and it's very appropriate. Yeah, I look forward to going through it. You've had the opportunity, probably as much as you want, to go through at least your areas, floors four and mm-hmm. five, the grand opening coming up on Monday, August 28th. What's it like? How is it coming along? Yeah. What's left for you guys? Yeah, so <laughs> so um, we are in the midst of, of uh, moving in, and so that's, a, uh, um, that's got all the, the time elements and, and uh, hard work that goes with moving into a new it's facility. It's never fun to move, just yeah, anything. <laughs> particularly when it's on the fourth and fifth floors. And, and uh, so we've had to um, – uh, we weren't able to sort of place big equipment items in while the, the building was under construction just because of, of, of circumstances. And so there's some challenges, uh, not insurmountable, but, uh, um, you know, you can sort of laugh and smile after it's over. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, – so we're right in the midst of it right now. Um, you know, we're we're a week away from the ribbon cutting and and the grand opening. I I know that that'll be a wonderful event. So, so when you're filling eighteen thousand square feet of uh, of a sports performance center, there's a lot of equipment. There's a lot of uh, and we're moving offices. So uh, my office, as well as some thirty other people, are moving there. 
Um, so that's a lot of, uh, quote, stuff uh, that needs to be moved and organized and planned. And so it's uh, um, the folks who've been in charge of this have been um, really, really good at detailing it out and uh, managing all the various vendors, all the deliveries, all the setups, all the fiber uh, connectivity, the networking to uh, to putting you know all of our weights up on the fifth floor uh, into the weight room. So it's it's uh, it's a pretty neat endeavor. No, it's going to be a fantastic place, and to be able to work out of that office, just from your standpoint, that's going to be sweet. If you need the Pacers, you can go right down there. If they need you, they can come up. And otherwise, that area, and we should be clear, it's open to the public. Yeah, right? very much so. The fourth and fifth floors, it's St. Vincent uh, Medical Group on the fourth floor, uh, available to anyone. And uh, St. Vincent Sports Performance, just like we are at Carmel Clay Terrace and at, at uh, Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse in Westfield, um, we are open to the public. And, and one of the elements that's, that's unique about that we've developed because our staff, our physicians, physical therapists, athletic trainers, strength coaches, dietitians, sports psychologists, um, they, um, they're really good at what they do. And, and, and um, we've just been very fortunate to, to hire uh, over the period of time some real rainmakers within their own disciplines. And, and so um, when you get a few rainmakers, that makes everybody around them better or they leave, right? And we haven't had very many people leave. No. And and it's uh, an extraordinary staff. Uh, three of our staff members just spent three weeks in Europe with USA Track and Field, the World Championships. USA Track and Field won more medals than they ever have in the history of the World Championships with 30 medals. And our fingerprints are all over those medals. And so our physicians, our athletic trainers, who are a part of that program with – those organizations like USA Track and Field, USA Gymnastics, USA Diving, um, anybody walking in off the street is going to be managed by the same people that manage those athletes. And so the expertise, the, the vision, the creativity, uh, the deep dive into uh, um, goal setting and, and helping people plan um, whether they, they just want to have a better human performance experience of of jogging on the weekend or if someone's trying to uh, make their high school soccer team or if it's you know if it's Tony Kanan that wants to be as healthy as he's ever been climbing back in a, a seat again in IndyCar um, we provide solutions for everybody across the board so it's really a lot of fun. Ralph right now in August 2017 what's the the field that's growing the most? Is it nutrition? Is it sports psychologists? What's that growing field where you've had to hire another individual yeah. or two? At yeah, this that's point? a great question, Scott. And, and so uh, that is a great question because there's, there's a couple different answers and there's things that, that push that within sports performance. And so uh, some of it is rule changes. So, so let's take the NCAA, for example. A couple years ago, they lifted um, some of their rules around um, funding and and rules relative to meals and nutrition for the collegiate student athlete. Those have been lifted. And, and, and so now it's really, it's an arms race within collegiate sports of, of building out uh, nutritional space within the, the college athletic environment, hiring dietitians. Um, because just because you can buy them unlimited pizza doesn't it, mean you should. Now right, you need to shape what right, they're eating exactly, and what you're buying Exactly. For. So to have, have the expertise available because nutrition has, and evidence proves it, nutrition and hydration has an 
an enormous effect upon performance. And um, so that's a significant growth area is uh, we've added um, in a, a year and a half ago, we added our second dietitian. Um, we're, we're trending towards the need for a third uh, dietitian okay. just because there's, um, there's need. There's, um, there are early adopters of utilizing uh, dietary expertise uh, across the collegiate environment, the professional environment, um, and and then it begins to just trickle into everyday life. And so, uh, sports psychology, same thing. The the awareness of mental health um, within uh, the collegiate environment, the high school environment, and we're very fortunate at St. Vincent Sports Performance to have uh, both of our sports psychologists are also trained as clinical psychologists. So, okay. so Dr. Casey Oynes, Dr. Chris Carr, um, they've got uh, formal training in clinical psychology, so they can, they can diagnose, uh, they can manage uh, clinical psychological uh, diagnoses, all right? And so when you then layer on top of that the acumen that they have in sports psychology, um, they're very valuable within the the mental health network of college athletics, professional athletics, high school athletics. And so that, again, is an area of tremendous growth for us. Um, but it's really um, the areas that, that we see coming um, is in um, the areas more that I'm categorized, I'm just lumping into sports science, the areas of how do we integrate biomechanical expertise um, into a rehabilitation program? How do we um, take biomechanics into um, uh, preventative uh, health care, prevention of athletic injuries? And, and so uh, with that, building into what we did downtown at the St. Vincent Center, we've built in a sports science lab, and we've put force plates into the floor so that we are readying ourselves for the future. And Smart. and so those kinds of things are, have been around forever, but they've been isolated to the collegiate uh, research environment, okay? So, um, and to what our vision is, is to take the, basically what I call the European model of sports science and integrate sports science into real time. So how do we, how does a sports science, how does a biomechanist, help a strength coach design a program uh, to help somebody return to play or to help get into a better movement pattern? How can that sports science help somebody recover from an injury so that we can measure um, how they are progressing versus just using our naked eye of watching somebody run up and down the court, which that's what we've relied on for years. And, and so how do we add the sports science element? So exercise physiology also, I'm excited about that because the next frontier is really how do we get our arms around sleep? And, that, I was and, just going to lead into that. It's and, so basic. We talk it about is. it, but a lot of people don't follow it. Right. It's, it's uh, yeah, because a lot of people scoff at, at sleep being a performance factor, but... Um, it just seems so elementary. It, it's very simple. That's why. And it's also counterculture. Um, you know, I grew up in a period of time, uh, I'm 59 years old, and my whole life, sleep has been um, joked about, or um, you're lazy if you sleep, um, you're old if you're taking a nap, yes. and, and just a lot of negatives yeah. about um, sleep. And, and it's been popularized, uh, you know, on television, sportscasters, athletes, motivational speakers, you know, just, 
you know, get up early, stay up late, go, go, go. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with being inspired, being motivated. Um, but we know that um, sleep is the absolute best recovery um, technique for the human body. Um, sleep. That's why when somebody has surgery or when they're injured in a crash or when you're, you're, you're in a very uh, stressful emotional environment, people sleep. And sometimes you'll say, boy, that was really good that they were able to just their body really needed to sleep. Well, absolutely. Yeah, they um, say, what, hey, you just need to get some rest. Yeah, get, get some, some rest, rest over these next couple of days. Get some rest. And so, <laughs> so I see um, and we, we're in the world of, of everybody – uh, and when I say everybody, companies, um, uh, researchers are trying to find out how how do we best now put a box around this. Um, we all know well; those of us in the business recognize that sleep is important. How do you how do you how do you make recommendations on sleep? Sleep hygiene. What's the what's and because the, we're all different. Yeah. What's the best environment to sleep in? Uh, you know, is there is does the room temperature affect you? Does it affect you if your if your sleep is disrupted because your airplane lands at one in the morning? Now you've got to drive home and then you get back to sleep. How does that all affect um, you know your body from a cardio cardiology standpoint? from a metabolism standpoint, from a repair and, and restructuring, and also from a mental health standpoint. So I'm real excited about where we're going to be over the next three to six years in what comes out for the consumer around sleep. You know, I'm, I'm just really interested to say, okay, what kind of talks are we going to walk into with my staff to a, to a middle school parents meeting in six years and what will we present about sleep? I, I think it's just going to be extraordinarily interesting. And to that point, Sean Wendell, who we referenced earlier, the Pacers director of sports performance, he altered their travel schedule last year for the first time to try something new. Typically, NBA teams, after playing on the road the night before, let's say they're in Orlando, um, after the game, they'll take off maybe around 11 p.m. And assuming they're not coming home, they're going to their next destination, New York. They're going to get to New York around 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Guys might not get to their beds and turn off till 3, till 4 a.m. What they decided to do is in those many of those cities, stay there for the night and then take off in the morning. So they can hopefully, ideally, they don't go out. But right. get that night, good night's sleep wake up at a reasonable hour and travel to the next destination. Yeah, and and so to that point, my immediate thought is is congratulations to the Indiana Pacer leadership for listening to Sean and being willing to to activate upon something that has a lot of evidence to it uh, that makes sense. And again, uh, that's that's an organization that says, you know, human performance, the performance of our athletes and those who take care of our athletes is at a very high priority for us. And so when we see new opportunities, when we see ideas, when the people we trust bring us these new opportunities, we're going to evaluate it and and activate upon it. By the way, I also did want to mention, he referenced Dr. Chris Carr. He's the Pacers team psychologist. And then as far as dietitian, that's Lindsey Langford who works for the Pacers uh, on a contract basis. Yeah. Um, yep. Looking ahead with the St. Vincent's partnership as it relates to that building, did you talk with anyone, let's say, within Cleveland? Their building sponsored by the Cleveland Clinic. And I forget the hospital name, but in Chicago, same way. There's a lot of hospitals and sports performance facilities that have worked and do work with NBA teams. Did you make calls, figure out what works, what doesn't, things like that? And what did you discover? It's a great question. And, and 
myself personally, I did not, but our architects did. So the folks at Ratio Architects, um, they went and visited a number of facilities and took a look at, at how things were outlined. How did, how did an NBA organization in Minnesota, for example, how did they – how did they collaborate from a physical space standpoint with the Mayo Clinic? What, what made sense? And, and so they brought that information back. And really, I stayed in my lane. In other words, I know what St. Vincent Sports Performance can do. I know who we are. And, um, and then we just worked within that, that group of the architects, the Indiana Pacers, St. Vincent, St. Vincent Sports Performance, we all sort of worked together, and that outside information came from, from, from the architects and how to design the building. For, but as far as our business, our structure, we're constantly observing and looking and dealing with others around the country that, that are in the space. But I'll be honest with you, Scott, there aren't a lot of people who are doing what we do. And so quite often, the calls come our direction versus us okay. going out and asking others. And that's not in an arrogant manner. It's just, it's, it's just the facts. And, and um, there's, there's a lot of fun of being out, uh, if you will, on the, on the front of the wave. Um, but there's also not a lot of people you can go to and say, hey, what mistakes did you make? So, so uh, we have a tendency to make a lot of mistakes, but we try to fail fast. As yeah. part of this deal, you guys have your logo on the Pacers practice jersey. Um, it's all obviously on the practice court and mm-hmm. all of that. What's it like, just the pride you might take with St. Vincent Sports Performance being all over what the Pacers are doing? I think of the Bass Extension at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. It's all over all over that as well. Yeah, I'm very proud. Um, very proud that's, that our sports performance business uh, helps to, to showcase the St. Vincent brand. And, and uh, we would not... You know, this is a team effort, and, and, and we are, as I always say, we're the athletic department of St. Vincent Hospital. Um, just as the athletic department at any university, um, it's what a lot of people see and they recognize. There is a sports page. There's, there's talk radio, sports talk radio. There's not health care talk radio. There's not a health care section, if you will, in the daily newspapers across the country. So... Um, so sports does have uh, a front porch effect. And, and so uh, because of our uh, position, um, because of what we're charged to do as strategically with St. Vincent, um, we've been able to activate on that. We've been able to do it very well. And so I'm extremely, extremely pleased. Um, and uh, um, I don't know if, if pride's the right word um, because I'm not thumping my chest. I'm just uh, I'm really humbled by the uh, the fact that um, I started my career uh, as a student at the University of Indianapolis and and would go to Pacer practices back in 77, 78, as I said, as a student with David Craig, uh, the athletic trainer at the time. And 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 so now here we are in 2017 and and I've got uh, I've got an operating space of an entity that that I had a dream about that is now a vital part of an NBA franchise in downtown Indianapolis that, and, and it's got our hospital's name on it. Um, that it just, it's hard for me to articulate it, Scott. It really is. I'm, I'm in awe. Um, I'm, um, uh, I, I didn't plan this, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like 10 years ago. We said, boy, I want to have a relationship with the Indiana Pacers when they build a building. I want to be in it. That was never, it was never charted in the pathway. Um, 
it's it's very um, I'm very happy for the people that work at St. Vincent Sports Performance, and I'm very happy for everyone within St. Vincent because I know that it's a point of pride. A couple things that you want to push to the public about the St. Vincent Center and what they'll be able to get out of this building. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it's it's a it is a, a retail healthcare uh, environment. Uh, the fourth and fifth floors, uh, primary care uh, services uh, within uh, the St. Vincent Medical Group is open to anyone, and uh, as well as our cardiology services will be there. Um, again, our, our sports performance physicians, um, it's going to be, uh, it's open to everybody. We are not, as I say this, the things that we aren't is, is we aren't competing against the the downtown yoga studios and the and the and the YMCA's and and you know we 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 are very um, specialized in our healthcare approach, our return to play, our root cause analysis, our dietary programs. Um, but if 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 you're interested in in a specialized and affordable uh, pathway of of um, the, where we can help with any of those particular um, components of human performance, that's what's available downtown. And um, um, by the same providers who um, are trusted by the greatest athletes in the world. And I was going to say, one of the big questions when you talk about downtown real estate is, all right, where do you park? Well, you go to the Virginia Avenue garage, right? Yeah, that, we got the entire floor. top floor. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, um, it, it, it's um, I joke, you know, it's just like when, any of our locations when you first open location there's always uh, how do you get there how do you mm-hmm. you know how do, i can see it from the highway but how do i get to that northwest location um well well people find us and and uh, uh people are going to find us downtown uh it's on the top floor of the virginia avenue parking garage plenty of signage to get there um you can get there from the street through the elevators or up the ramps or the stairs and um then there's a walkway across uh, into the third floor uh, vestibule of the uh, of the St. Vincent Center. So it's one of those great places that'll be easy to get to if you've been there before, as I always joke. <laughs> but uh, be patient your first time, but it it's, uh, it's going to be well worth it. Last thing with you, Ralph, I can't skip over this because outside of what you're doing medically, if you will, and sports science-wise, in the classroom, let's say, Rob Blackwell and what he's been able to yeah. do up at Grand Park, he's working with so many professional athletes of note, Shane Winnington, the former yeah, Indiana Pacer. Yeah, then yeah. you have Jason Smithers out on the West Coast living in an apartment. Yeah. And of course, I had him on this show a couple times, but basically just working out all summer long with Gordon Hayward. What have those two been able to do for your brand? Yeah, within basketball space, we've got, I couldn't be happier with Rob Blackwell and with Jason. They've just been great ambassadors of our brand. They, you know, we went through a lot of vetting of, of finding the right people and and uh, there's no better place to go and find the right people than to go to athletes that you trust. And, and so the athletes that uh, we talked to and so forth really pointed us in the direction of Rob Blackwell. Rob then engaged Jason. And, and uh, so our basketball business is um, growing. We're excited about what we're doing now, but we're really excited about um, the sort of fill in the vertical, if you will, from having the St. Vincent Center downtown and the relationship with uh, – with Pacer Sports and Entertainment, but also at Jonathan Bird Fieldhouse at, in uh, in Westfield, and our our facility there, uh, eight basketball courts, uh, as well as a weight room and and therapy area. We're very excited, and Rob's been at the point of that. But we've got 
strength coaches and all of our resources wrapped around Rob so that the basketball athlete gets the gets the full experience the thing i enjoy is hearing about what went on each week in terms of the pros going out there and running they're open gyms yeah and lance lance has taken part several times in that josh mcroberts brandon rush and then local guys like gary harris i don't know if he's technically with you but they come out yeah they come out they come out for those you know you know we've sort of hit the tipping point with, with uh you know when it comes to getting a run you know that's the thing that that in the pro basketball space for the last 15 years, everybody has said, boy, we we just got to get Indianapolis to the point where it's the place to go for runs versus getting to Atlanta or to Southern California or to Las Vegas. And we haven't replaced those, but we're we're in the batter's box swinging with them because, because the athletes are blowing up Rob Blackwell's phone <laughs> and saying, hey, what time we playing today? And you know, a couple of days last week, we had so many players, we had two courts running. And so, um, and those are, those are professional basketball players. And uh, so I'm very excited. When I started this in 2001, one of the first uh, points that I made was that Indianapolis has certainly hung their hat on the amateur sports capital world from an event standpoint, you know, hosting great events. NBL star games. We should point out you're involved on the medical side of basically all of them. Yeah, the Final yeah. Four's in town. Been you're in run, there. You're running it. <laughs> Even within Butler, you're always yep, there. Yep. So, so it was really my goal to get people to come back or to stay in Indianapolis for something other than an event. You know, and so we've done that. We have athletes coming into Indianapolis from all over the world uh, for our services. And and some of them stay pretty long period of time. And I'm very, very, that isn't a story that's told a lot, but I'm really, really happy about that because that was a goal. I wanted, I wanted athletes to not just come to Indianapolis for the Phillips 66 swim meet. Sure. I wanted them to come here and and stay in the hotel or rent an apartment or buy a home and make this a base for them. And we've done that. And Ralph, we didn't even get into it, but you train all kinds of guys for the NFL Combine and other sports. Yeah. Um, But really, again, I'll let you go. I know you're busy packing and moving on from this facility, but so many things to look forward to with the St. Vincent Center, especially that location and with your partnership with the Pacers. Yeah. Well, thank you, Scott. And I got to say, I just just am so happy for you and how you've matured your career and and carved your pathway. And so uh, uh, I'm very happy for you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ralph. Best of luck. 